Good morning. I want to thank you for joining us as we continue our daily devotions. We are walking through the entire Bible in a year. And this morning we're going to start on the book Zechariah. Zechariah was a prophet. It's going to take us uh, three different devotion times to get through it. I want you to read chapters 1 through 5 this morning. Let me kind of give you a little bit of understanding of, of what it's going to look like, of how this book sets up um, sets up the, the return from uh, the, being in exile uh, from Babylon into Jerusalem. And that's kind of what's been going on. We know that Jeremiah prophesied that, that Israel would be captive for 70 years. So the 70 years is getting close to an end. And as it's getting close to an end, uh, it even identifies it there in Zechariah chapter 1, verse 1, in the eighth month in the second year of Darius. So this is right there at the end of the 70 years. People are looking around. They're anticipating the ending of this. And they know that God is supposed to restore the temple, that there's going to be the rule of a Messiah. But the 70 years are almost up and they're really hard still, very, very difficult. And so the people are looking around, they're asking, why? Why are things so difficult? And, and, and is the Messiah coming? And is the temple going to be restored? And what's going on? So Zechariah is the prophet that explains all of this to the people of Israel. And it's kind of broken up into an interesting uh, a very, very interesting read, a very interesting way. Well, you get the introduction to the book in the first six verses of the book of Zechariah. Let me just read verses 2 through 6. It says, The Lord was very angry with your fathers. Therefore say to them, thus declares the Lord of hosts, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like your fathers to whom the former prophets cried out. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Return from your evil ways and from your evil deeds. But they did not hear or pay attention to me, declares the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? But my words and my statutes, which I commanded my servants, the prophets, did they not overtake your fathers? So they repented and said, As the Lord of hosts purposed to deal with us for our ways and deeds, so has He dealt with us. So this, this people that have come out of the 70 years in Babylon, they're going to respond positively to the words of Zechariah and to the prophets. They're going to respond positively. And as the book progresses, all of a sudden you get these strange visions. Let me kind of explain to you what's going to go on. In the next little bit, in the next uh, several chapters, you're going to have eight visions that come. And these are eight nighttime visions that the prophet Zechariah is going to have. And they're really set up in a very interesting and a symmetrical way. The first and the eighth visions mirror each other. The second and seventh mirror each other. The third and sixth and the fourth and fifth. It's very cool the way that the prophet has arranged this and how the Spirit inspired these to be written. The first and eighth come together and you've got chapter 1 verses 8 through 17 that's the first vision the eighth vision is chapter 6 uh, verses 1 through 6 and in both of them you've got these horsemen 
And these horsemen are really representing that God is watching over the nations, that God has His hand, He has His eyes on the nations, and that he is almost this, uh, you almost get the sense it's kind of these rangers who are going around and they're not just watching, but they are interacting and they are involving themselves in what's going on. The second and the seventh vision, which the second vision is in chapter 1, verses 18 through 21. The seventh vision is chapter 5, verses 5 through 11. And those both deal with the past sins of Israel that led into their exile. The third vision and the sixth vision, the third being in chapter 2, verses 1 through 13, and the sixth being in chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, they deal with the fact that there's going to be a new Jerusalem and that this new Jerusalem is going to be a beacon to the nations. It's going to be purified from sin by the Scriptures. So you've got that in the third and sixth the fourth and the fifth are very interesting, and those are where I really want to kind of take our time and examine in today. The fourth and the fifth visions, you've got the fourth is in chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. I'm going to actually read that to you in just a moment. And you've got the fifth vision, which is in chapter 4, verses 1 through 14. But you see these two characters in this fourth and fifth vision, and they have to deal with actual leaders that were living at the time. In the fourth vision, you've got Joshua, who was the high priest. And in the, the fifth vision, you've got Zerubbabel, who is the royal heir to the throne. Let me actually read to you um, the fourth vision. It's in chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. I love this. It says, Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked from the fire? Now, Joshua was standing before the angel clothed with filthy garments. And the angel said to those who were standing before him, Remove the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, Behold, I have taken your iniquity away from you, and I will clothe you with pure vestments. And I said, Let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord was standing by. And the angel of the Lord solemnly assured Joshua, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways and keep my charge, then you shall rule my house and have charge of my courts, and I will give you the right of access among those who are standing here. Hear now, O Joshua, the high priest, you and your friends who sit before you, for they are men who are a sign. Behold, I will bring my servant the branch and that B is capitalized. This is a messianic prophecy. For behold, on the stone that I have set before Joshua on a single stone with seven eyes, I will engrave its inscription, declares the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day. In that day, declares the Lord of hosts, every one of you will invite his neighbor to come under his vine and under his fig tree. So what's going on here? Why did I read that one to you? Because this is a messianic prophecy, and it's for Joshua 
the high priest. Now understand, in this, Joshua is wearing filthy garments, and we recognize throughout the uh, as the unfolding of the vision comes to pass that this filthy garment he's wearing recognizes, or it, 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 is, it is illustrating the sin of Israel. But Joshua is given new clothes. He's given new clothes, and it is said that if you will walk faithfully with me, then you, Joshua, who is the high priest at that time, he will be a symbol of the future messianic king, the future Messiah. If Joshua will walk in, with God, then he will be a symbol for the future Messiah. In the same way, Zerubbabel, who is the king, he's the royal heir in chapter 4, he is given a similar uh, prophecy, a similar vision that talks about how in the Lord's strength you will overcome and that there is a messianic uh, 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 revelation there as well. But here we see the budding in this prophet, in Zechariah, that he is pointing to a Messiah. He is pointing to in these visions that Israel is going to respond positively to what God has called them to, but it's only going to be done through the Messiah. And so tomorrow morning we're going to pick up uh, where we left off. I want you to start in chapter 6 tomorrow, and we're going to see how uh, the prophet Zechariah takes us further along. Thank you for joining me this morning. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.